Welcome to Is This Why You're Single? I'm Fergal Harrington and I run Intro Matchmaker. Hi guys, uh, welcome back to the latest Matchmakers edition. Today I think it will be fun to talk about the week that's in it and all, uh, being Easter. I thought it'd be good to talk about religion and how in, in, in old Catholic Ireland we have changed and we've adapted and we've kind of, we're still using religion in a certain way to determine who we're going to end up with and be partnered up with and whether you feel based on listening to people every single day for the last number of years that they actually feel the same way or not. I would really like to know because I had a phone call from somebody who said to me, I'm never going to date anybody who has any religious faith because I think they're all pick. I think they're stupid and I've got a scientific brain. I'm very intelligent and therefore I couldn't possibly respect anyone if they had a faith in a God, because I'm an atheist. And I said, whoa, I said, that's fairly, um, fairly uh, definitive. I said, we're living in, in Ireland and 85% of the people on our books would be Roman Catholic. Um, they might be lapsed or whatever, but they're still, you know, they'd say that they're Catholic. Uh, so this is going to limit yourself quite considerably. Um, and so she said, I don't care. It's my choice and that's my choice. And you just get me what I'm looking for. And I said, well, wow. Um, she said, my mother was a a Bible basher, and my father was an atheist, and I was a real daddy's girl, and I respected him. And therefore, I'm like, oh God, alarm bells. So she said, therefore, I want to just live like my father lived and be an atheist. And I said, can I just ask, were you baptized? And she said, yes. And I said, right. And did you excommunicate yourself from the Catholic Church when you were able to do that? And she said, no. But I write down on forms that I'm atheist. And I was like, well, I could write down on forms that I'm six foot four, but I'm not. Um, so in fairness, that's kind of a nonsense. And she said, well, that's my thought. And that's, that's, that's how I want to live my life. And she said, my kids as well. And I said, okay, the kids. Yeah. And I said, can I ask, um, are they in a, in a Catholic school? And she said, they are, but what's that about? And she's, and, and, and she said, I don't care whether they're in Catholic school or not. That was my, you know, my decision. And actually my ex got his way and he decided that he wanted them to go to a certain school and I just let it happen. Um, but I will not date a man from intro if he has any faith. So we didn't take her on, naturally enough, but it did get us to thinking, uh, and it got me thinking that maybe we need to talk about how in the past we get calls from people who would say things like, well, no, I'll only meet someone now if they're a God-fearing Catholic who go to sma- goes to Mass every Sunday because my auntie's a nun and my, my uncle's a priest, and I couldn't possibly date anyone who didn't have a religion. Um, then I'm thinking, do you feel now it actually has a bearing on people as much as it did or do you think you ever get much of that kind of commentary what do you think yeah like we look we still get a little bit of it but i think if you were to kind of freeze this period in time along with 20 years ago it's it's coming off a long way i think people's criteria has changed hugely but um, that being said, I suppose like we do still get the odd one or two people who I suppose would kind of say it is a non-negotiable. Um, but Kira, you probably know more than we do, I suppose, kind of meeting people. I suppose in the week that's in it, has anyone this week kind of brought up anything mm-hmm. like that? This week, no. Um, there's been no one overly pro or against it. But like I've noticed that in terms of um, like younger people, you know, in their 30s, late 20s, that a lot of people are, you know, requesting that, you know, a partner have a faith and um, be it, you know, Church of Ireland or, you know, Roman Catholic or that. So like, it seems that a lot of younger people are going back to religion now and asking, you know, that they 
the partner that they're looking for would have a faith or at least respect their faith. So to me, when I first heard that, and there's been a few since I, I was taken aback because, you know, it's 2021. A lot of people don't even go to mass anymore. And um, not that you can anymore anyway with COVID. <laughs> and a lot of people don't watch mass on their laptops anymore. What? And <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, so, yeah, I was taken aback by that. But like generally, I think most people are fairly open about it. If they have a faith, people are respectful. And um, but then you do get the odd stringent, you know, I'm an atheist. I don't want anyone who believes in God or overly religious in that. And um, but, yeah, I was surprised to hear that people were just young people asking for someone who had a faith, which was surprising well, to me. Yeah, I mean, on that, I have experienced that massively in the past as well. And not being control, but. The majority of people, not to be controlled, but to be controlled, the majority of people who ask that are usually people who are a little bit brainwashed by mammy and daddy who still live at home. And mammy and daddy are Bible bashers and they're ramming religion around down their throat. And what it happens, what happens then in turn and by association is that they become a little bit not unusual, but they become hard to please. And they're a little bit they're so guarded by what reality is um, there. It makes them a little bit socially awkward around people and around the whole idea of premarital sex we'd have loads of people say to me on the phone now i'm 28 but there's no way that i'm going to meet someone who's interested in premarital sex because this is not how i was reared so you have to ensure that these people won't be expecting this of me now i know that if we ever tried to find a guy for bridey i need to stop picking bridey and mary don't i my friends (laughs) they said my friend said, we really think you make this agency sound like it's all filled with 70 and just 80 year olds. So please use a different name. So what, 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 Circa? Well, Circa I use uh, for different reasons. Um, but uh, uh, let's go with Elaine. 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 Okay, so Elaine is never going to get a guy if Elaine says I'm 28 and I never want to have sex before I'm married. Or do you think she will? Look, I actually interviewed a girl who felt that way a couple of years ago like this was four or five years ago now but she was saying these exact same things like I've been in a couple of relationships but after maybe the three to six month mark he's looking for sex I don't want that because I want to wait until marriage and he leaves and he obviously doesn't respect me or else he would have waited around and I kind of had to have a conversation and say look men and women are very different he thinks that you don't care about him just as much as you feel that way by you know refusing that and I'm not, I'm not saying that that's something that one should give into but it's a two-way street and if you're in a caring and loving relationship like you know I suppose compromise has to be reached as well too you know and what's their actual reason for it is it purely down to just Catholicism just yeah, staunch uh, religion just, yeah yeah she said she was reared in a, in a Catholic household and that's the way it is and that's what she wants to she yeah. actually went as far to say that like she was under 30 and um, in Munster and she said that her and her friends were all the same, like a, a cohort of five or six women who all felt this way. You know? And would you not agree that that's probably going to inhibit her from or impede her chances of ever meeting someone if she continues to do that? Possibly. Like, look, I, look, there's, there, there's a key for every lock, but also, you know, you have to make compromises and put yourself out there. I'm not saying you have to have sex with someone um, when you don't want to, no, but... People are allowed to have boundaries, but I think also people need to communicate what they're looking for. And I think if you're looking for an honest, committed relationship, those are values that you should probably uphold more so than some man-made, you know, Catholic one, you know? Mm -hmm. I've heard before, like, oh, is he from this 
ex-religion because if he's not the same religion as I am, I'm not going to meet him. If he doesn't convert to my religion, it's not going to work. I said, listen, you didn't meet the person before. How you can like say that you have to meet him, like be a little bit open to, to know a little bit of the person before you get into this subject. Like don't just say no without knowing the person. Yeah. And actually, you don't know uh, what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I remember you telling me a story before, Karen, about one of uh, well, well, a Brazilian girl that you knew who went on a number of dates. Was it ten or eleven dates that she went on with this guy, and he still <laughs> hadn't kissed her? Tell that. Oh yes, yes. We we I have a Brazilian friend, and she she was on the app, and she was walking right, left, blah blah. So she met this guy. They went for two or three, five, ten dates. <laughs> and they, he never quoted her. He was always very polite and nice. So one day, after, after 10 days, she said, listen, what's this story here? Are you going to kiss me or not? Because I'm starting to think you are gay. Because <laughs> 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 after 10 days, you didn't try anything. You're very polite. What's this story? Now they're married. Talk 10 dates. And, and she's at Chadra. Listen, what's your, what's your story here? Are you going to kiss me or not? Otherwise, he wouldn't. Maybe oh, he wouldn't yeah. take um, it ten more. Was that just him being a gentleman? Was that just him just being yeah. polite? He, he probably did. He said, "Oh, Karina couldn't read her, so I didn't know if it could go yeah. a little bit further." Also, I was just sit down and relax. I really enjoyed her company. Just said, "Karen, I couldn't deal with so many coffee dates. I was get drunk for so many coffee, and this guy didn't." Do <laughs> so, but they're married now. But didn't she say, though, uh, as a Brazilian, if mm-hmm. I go on a date, this is what I want? So oh, that's yes. That's we are a- like, yes, we are more direct. Like, we don't send so many messages. Like, if you want, yeah. you want. If you don't, listen. Nice to meet you. <laughs> You're a lovely person. <laughs> so, yeah, but Irish guys, I can imagine that if she's a strong, confident uh, Brazilian lady, an awful lot of, you know, Paddy Joes or Johnny's or whatever. I need another male name as well. Uh, he might be slightly intimidated by uh, by her if if she's a strong, confident female. Um, and we get... like, I think 10 dates. Like, if oh, it that's was ridiculous. in the first one and the second yeah. one. But after 10 dates, she said, listen, what's this story here? Are you going mm-hmm. to kiss more your gay? Because, like, yeah. My God. <laughs> so, yeah, so she'll even go out there and say that to him. Mm-hmm. A guy that's already a little bit shy and timid. Mm-hmm. Oh, so there, there is guys out there who will wait and are obviously happy to if they're having mm-hmm. a lovely time on the dates as well. Yeah, he probably would have been happy to have to have ten more, but she wouldn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Imagine if she hadn't said anything. They'd still yeah. been there. <laughs> Years so, on. What we learn. It's always important to talk. Um, yeah, so and on the religious thing as well, like if we get a different religion coming in, if we have Muslim guy coming in or someone Hindu or whatever they might be, you know, if you try to sell that profile to another person, uh, to, 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 you know, Elaine, let's say, um, Elaine will notoriously not say it's not, uh, she'll never say it's because of the Muslim sort of religion. She'll often say it's down to something else or different cultural values or how I want to bring up my future children and I don't feel we'll be in, uh, in sync in that sense. So religion is playing a part in an awful lot of people's um, yeah. decision making, uh, but it's, it's different than it was 20 years ago when it was must be a Catholic and must be going to church now and that's it. Mm-hmm. But the majority of people that will call us when religion is asked about, they'll say, no, do you know what? I'm you know, not overtly religious. I uh, would be 
more of a spiritual type of person um and i want to you know maintain a, a healthy balanced lifestyle and mindset and i want to treat people the way they want to uh, the way i want to be treated so it's more of a being a good person now as opposed to must be from a certain faith um and i just thought that was an interesting thing to 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 talk about given the week that's in it in catholic ireland um but uh, yeah i mean is it an age thing as well i mean down to widows and widowers when they call us there's one thing that they always say is i'd like to meet someone um who's also widowed who understands what it's like to lose somebody or someone who's single i don't see myself ever being able to be with somebody who's separated or divorced and a lot of the time that is because of religion and they've decided that they're going to marry until death do they part and then if it didn't work out you know since they were from a good Catholic family, separation uh, was seen as almost a weakness as opposed to getting out of a loveless relationship. That's very prevalent still in this country, isn't it? Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. no, yeah. Even an awful lot of single people um, over the age of 60 can be quite judgmental of people who are separated, which is is mad because some of the separated people will look at single people and say, you don't have as much relationship experience as me. You know what I mean? So there's yeah. different things that you could judge people often people are so unbelievably judgmental of everyone in Ireland so yeah. um, you know it, it's hard to navigate that but there's definitely a, an issue for an awful lot of single and widows and widowers um, in terms of kind of entering into someone they almost see it as um, either shameful sometimes or yeah like it's a bit of a cop-out they left yes. the relationship and who divorces someone willy-nilly it's because you want to I suppose get out like you said get out of a loveless relationship is that not something to be praised you know yeah a lot of the staunch catholics will often think well you know i stayed with that person even though they weren't right for me for the kids so you stayed and you ate each other and you were horrible to each other and it was a toxic environment and you raise kids yeah. thinking that relationships are absolutely toxic and shite <laughs> and this is what it's going to be like to get married all I your children need now. therapy now and yeah. it cost them a fortune they'll never be in a proper relationship because they don't yeah. understand what a healthy relationship looks like exactly yeah. So all you uh, Catholics out there that are staying together, <laughs> you're ruining your family. <laughs> Shame on you. Children. <laughs> Somebody please think of the children. It's true though. Uh, and it's very prevalent. And I, I have people on the phone every second day that will ring up and say, well, now um, we're separated. And I say, are, are you legally separated and living apart? Well, no, um, because you see, um, you know, it's a small town and um, everyone knows everyone. And isn't my uh, my cousin is the local parish priest. And sure, Jesus, if I got uh, uh, separated and I, I moved out and he lived here on his own. Sure, we'd be the talk of the parish and that's it. And we can't be doing it. So they literally live their entire lives until their 80s, you know, in separate bedrooms, separate quarters, not sleeping in the same room because of religion and gossip. And, you know, a lot of the time there'll be people I'd say that will go to mass that have no interest in going to mass, but it's more about the shame it would bring if they weren't seen at mass. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's gas. I love how, like, there's so many people, like, the way you're describing it, it's such, like, I didn't realise there's so many celebrities in Ireland. Like, it's like, as if anyone actually cares. <laughs> oh, I was what like, we're all way too self-involved. No one gives a crap about everyone, anyone else. Like, and I, I had, I had uh, two women uh, from Killarney, actually, who, before the pandemic came in, to the shores and uh, they wanted an appointment badly but I said okay fine okay we'll, we'll meet you then and I said uh, you have to you have to come to the office and they said oh god but how will I get there I was like get, get the train from Killarney outside the Malton or whatever it's called now and they said oh sure I couldn't sure Jesus sure everyone would see me getting on the train they wouldn't know where I was going and they'd be asking me where I'm going and I was like all right Bridie 
and she was a bridey. You don't tell them where you're going. Don't say I'm going to join intro matchmaking on Grafton Street because you not be going shopping to Grafton Street or could you just not tell them. Um, so again, it's that paranoia of Irish people knowing our business and people knowing everything about us and what we're talking about and what we're, who we're seeing and who we're dating and whether we're, oh my God, it's just that, that, that cripples us. Um, and yeah. I think, so the religious thing is one thing and it's adapted now to just, I don't know, Irish guilt. Yeah, shame. Yeah. Shame, like big time. Yeah. But like, and I remember, I remember once I was chatting to a lady, I gave her the profile. She said, oh, Karen, he sounds lovely. And he was legally separated, nearly divorced. So she said, oh, the fact that he's not completely divorced, it's holding me back. But if he was completely divorced, I would date him. So after oh. a couple of months, he got divorced. So she came back. I said, listen, he's available, completely divorced now. They met, they get on well, just a matter of three, four months. And yeah. it's just a status. Like he was mm -hmm. separated, nearly divorced. What was the problem to meet three months? You wasted three months that you would get on with him. Well, I remember a situation before when uh, it's slightly off topic, but it's uh, it comes down to, I suppose, Christianity and beliefs and giving people a second chance. Um, or not judging someone based on their um, current situation. So uh, I remember a man before who joined whose wife uh, was terminally ill, but was in a vegetative state. And he was only in his 50s and he was a great guy, really lovely. Obviously, he was, he was still married, but the woman wasn't able to talk or do anything for herself. And she was going to be in a home for the rest of her life. And as a 52 or three-year-old man who had the rest of his life to live and wanted to share his life with somebody, um, I would love to know what people thought in general about him being able to be moved on and, and find someone else, even though he was technically married. I'd say there'd be an awful lot of people who would judge him. Um, and they, and that, that would be the Catholic thing I'm, I'm, I'm tending to think. Really Catholic people would say, well, no, you marry that woman till death yeah, do you sure. part. So you mm -hmm. should live out your days miserable and lonely because that would be the right thing to do. So Catholicism an awful lot of the time is just like, we don't all have to die on the cross, uh, you know, to prove that we're Catholic. Um, um, I didn't consider talking about this, but I, I think that's an interesting way of looking at it from uh, sometimes religious beliefs can actually lead to just saying, woe is me. And an awful lot of us love being able to say, am I great? Look at the life that I led. Sure, I've been working like a dog and I've been doing this and looking after everyone else and going and saying my prayers and... Glamorizing being miserable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. It is, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Isn't it? Yeah. I didn't yeah. think about that until we just started talking about it. But mm -hmm. um, it's, it's, it's a lovely excuse. It gives people a lovely excuse to be able to moan. Yeah. And not do anything about mm -hmm. it either. Because in yeah. Ireland, people hate if like someone wants to, you know, better themselves at all. It's always, oh, they've no something. It's something yes. like that to like allow themselves to stay in the, the same kind of situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what are you doing with your ambition trying to set up a, a dating <laughs> How agency? How dare you? you <laughs> or setting up this stupid t-shirt company or something. <laughs> uh, it's so true. Yeah, yeah. Stop having uh, ambitions. Stop being driven. Just plot along and keep your head down and say nothing to no one and you'll be Don't grand. Don't miss um, Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's exactly, exactly. Actually, in, in the small town where my father is from, there's a few, a uh, couple of successful guys and... Um, and, you know, they're doing very well and they buy a property and they buy businesses and they set up little spars and little things and whatever else around the place. But they're hated. 
the greed, the greed <gasps> of that man. I was like, what? He's ambitious. He's, he's, he's like, he's building lots of nice restaurants for you to go and yeah. eat in and yeah. cafes and oh, <laughs> what the hell? Oh, sure, better off now if he just did what he was told and said his <laughs> prayers and went to bed and that's it. Why does he need all these houses? Why does he need all these fucking restaurants and cafes? I was like, ah. Uh, so, oh uh, and you can be sure their their front row center uh, to be getting their uh, uh, their communion. Oh yeah, absolutely. They, they, they'd be they'd be the they the tongue sticking out kind of people. Oh. The <laughs> 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 that thank you COVID just oh. no longer happens. Yeah, <laughs> that was always really manky, and they'd be standing there with their tongue out for ten seconds before the priest arrived. Like that will uh, not stick around after COVID. Absolutely. No. Thank no. God for thank that. God. That Neither will the... taking the wine from the same chalice. Oh, Whoa. mank, gank, or or the uh, or the, there's a sign, of, not the sign of peace, the shaking hands. Uh, yeah, oh, peace. Oh, my God, what a pagan! My it's God, been a actually, while. <clears throat> it's been a while. It has. <laughs> I, I I had to. I had. I was saying uh, my our father the other day at, at the grave, um, and I was like, "Whoa, what's the next line?" But I got there eventually. But it was really. <laughs> this really told me I need to. I need to step up <laughs> here. Yeah, but uh, the sign of peace, uh, I remember my neighbor back in the day used to always say, what do you mean? Uh, he said, what are you saying? I said, uh, peace be with you. He said, all I always thought was, pleased to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I suppose we need to probably educate ourselves. That makes ourselves. so much sense. It, makes it does. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just thought it'd be very important to just uh, throw it out there, being the week that's in it, uh, 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 Good Friday and all that, uh, we'll release this, um, just to get people's take and, uh, on, on whether they feel religion plays a part in their decision making as to whether they're going to meet a person or not, because I know everything else does and we'll, for our future podcast, I think we should talk about COVID and how vaccinations are actually uh, playing a yeah. massive part part so that'll be up next um but yeah so guys um i think that was fun um i think we're great catholics to do this and to talk with us and raise awareness <laughs> and uh <laughs> absolutely thanks for sharing and uh we shall catch you next time